This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Hello, you're listening to Everyone's a Critic with me, Sharmila Ganesan. And today I'm joined by Juliet Jacobs from our Bigger Picture team. Thank you, Juliet, for being with me today. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. And uh, I invited Juliet along because uh, we're both a bit of a... I suppose, mystery aficionados. And uh, this week's performance that we are reviewing really fit into that space. So we're reviewing Body X, The Culprit. It's a digital murder mystery theatre performance. It's part of the Georgetown Festival and it's showing until the 18th of July. So uh, naturally, I had to ask Juliet to join me for this. And um, just to give you a little bit of an idea of how it plays out, essentially, you watch it from home. You you watch it via Zoom. Uh, It's a Singaporean production and uh, it's a Chinese language production and we get subtitles as well so that if you can't follow the language then it's it's actually pretty easy to to follow along. So I want to start off with um, what was your overall feeling after you watched it? So I guess my first feeling was that I was actually really impressed, uh, you know, at how they used tech, you know, to present that murder mystery to us. You know, it wasn't exactly how I, I when I read the, the preview, right, I assumed there would be a detective there asking the questions, but they didn't quite do that. Right. They went with um the scene before the murder. So they showed us what happened before the murder happened. And I really enjoyed kind of getting immersed into all these different characters, each of them, like a classic whodunit, right? Everyone had a motive. Everyone had a had a chance to do it. Um, so I just thought it was really well done. You know, the, I thought the actors were really good. You know, uh, you know, I really hated the person who was murdered. Peter, right? His name. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you deserve to die, yourself, Mr. Peter. Um, so yeah, I was very impressed with the performance. I was very impressed with how uh, seamless the whole production was and, and how they used um, tech actually to, to present it all to us. So as it were, the setting of the murder itself, it takes place in um, a Kopitiam in the 1980s in Singapore. So even for us, it's a very familiar scene. And uh, it's a bunch of characters who all work in this Kopitiam. One of the patrons uh, is murdered. He's discovered dead in the morning. And of course, every person in the scene could have been a suspect because as Juliet just said, the person who died is not a very likable person. So everyone, <laughs> everyone there has a motive to off him. Uh, and so... What was interesting, uh, exactly as you pointed out, was we we don't just come to it at the end and are presented with uh, clues. Instead, because I think of the digital platform, we're sort of taken back to what happened the night of the murder. So we are essentially watching a play, uh, but the purpose of us watching this play is to kind of play detective. So you get clues from the scene, you um, you get to watch their interactions. And most interestingly, I think they use the digital platform to allow you to get different points of view. So uh, if you've been on Zoom meetings, you know that you can join other rooms. So they actually have other rooms. And for example, one room would be the main coffee shop. Then the other room would be the alley behind the coffee shop. And each of those have video footage. And I liked this concept a lot. Um, I also, like you, didn't know what I was getting into. I thought we'd be given clues and that we'd have to solve it somehow. And I wasn't sure what the performance aspect would be, but I really liked that there was actually a strong performance aspect. Um, We're actually watching a play. We're watching people interact with each other. So we're kind of a fly on the wall, but we still don't know exactly what's going on. 
Yeah, and I, you know, just to add to what you said about clues, right? Uh, so remember that you know they told us in the the emails leading up to the play that uh, to log in at seven forty five for some extra clues. So Kiasu's like you and I, of course, were there at seven forty five <laughs> with our notebooks. <laughs> and how they presented it was they presented it as reports from the detective, isn't it? Uh, answering like um, a certain set of questions, mm. and then we get to learn a little bit about the characters even before we meet them. Um, you know, we and each of the characters telling you know what they think happened or who they think might have been the person. And it's when you know all that information and like nerds, you and I scribbling all down in our yes, notebooks. Yes, we did have notebooks with us. <laughs> <laughs> we are super sleuths after all. <laughs> so, you know, when you're actually watching it and like you said, you know, going into those different rooms, you're like, hmm, maybe I should, you know, you can sort of uh, make some judgments based on what you've read and then kind of decide which character you think I should follow. Because, I mean, going to those different rooms, it definitely, you know, definite game book sort of vibes to it, which I really enjoy. You can sort of, the narrative branches off, right? And you choose. So for me, I kind of chose it based on what I had read initially in those uh, so-called reports, right? Which they presented before the play started. And that kind of like made me feel like even more of a detective. I was like, hmm, I think you're the one. I'm going to follow you even more. Oh, you're a much better detective than me. I was totally just led by emotion. Like <laughs> if, if two characters are talking, because they have this pretty clever way of indicating to you uh, that there are there's a way to that that something is happening in another room if you choose to leave this current scene and move to a different scene and uh, i was totally just like okay, maybe this is the part where I should leave. Or maybe this is what I want to know now. But what will I miss when I step out of this conversation? It was, um, I think that was actually part of the joys and the and the frustration, but in a good way of watching something like this. Because you have to decide whether something is important enough for you to follow along. And But then you might miss something that's happening here, right? So it's not, it's not so much a static scene where you're walking around picking up clues. You actively have to decide whether you think something is um, worth following the trail on. Um, and yeah. I thought that was very, very clever. Yes, indeed. And, um, you know, later on after we, and, and like you, you know, I struggled to leave a room. I think the first room that I was in, I spent the, so much of time there. Uh, I was just like, what am I going to miss? Maybe it's, you know, some important clue. Finally, I started joining the other rooms. But do you remember after the play when we were having a discussion, um, then we kind of compared our notes, right, to see, I, I asked you, oh, did you see what happened in this room, etc.? And I realized that what they had also done was they left enough clues in all of the rooms so that you would kind of still know what was happening everywhere without having been in that room. So there was enough sort of, um, yeah, little like clues and little red herrings here and there that you could follow even without entering those rooms. And I mean, that gets me thinking about the writing process for something like this, right? Because it must be incredibly complex to not just plan a whole story, but then essentially you're also planning simultaneous things happening in different uh, rooms. And yeah. you have to make sure that if someone misses a significant chunk of something that's happening in one space, that they'll still be able to follow what's happened. You still need to understand the relationships between these people. You need to understand their motives. And if you kind of... Um, don't cover that enough. And if, for instance, a person chooses to just stay in one room, um, would they still be able to understand what's happening? And I, and I think that for a large amount of it, you would be. And that's really clever. I felt that the writing and the planning for something like this, uh, after having gone through it, I was very impressed because I couldn't wrap my head around how they would have done it. 
Yeah, and I uh, totally agree with you. I was so impressed at how, because like I said, I miss going into one room completely, right? And I stole some notes from you. <laughs> and, you know, based on the conversations that I had overheard, quote unquote, I was like, oh, okay, so this is what they, uh, and this is exactly what happened there. The characters cleverly uh, told, you know, us what had actually happened, even though we weren't there. So yeah, really clever writing, uh, really clever planning, because everything was done so quickly as well, you know, that it didn't feel laggy at all in that sense. What did you make of the framing of the policewoman who speaks to us and sort of guides? So she's kind of like the the entry point to the whole thing, right? And kind of gives us the instructions and tells us what to do. And then you get drawn into the to the play itself or to the performances themselves. Uh, did you kind of like that that structure of a hi, come along, you know, now you help us investigate? Yeah, it, I think it added to that whole immersive sort of aspect. Like, you know, all the things that she has already found out, right? Because like we said, uh, we are not actively joining the investigation. We've seen the answers. We're visit, revisiting the events of the night before. So for me, it was really a way to like, you know, join me, you, you fellow detective, you fellow sleuth. We're going to solve this mystery together. And I loved it. I was so, like I said, notebook. We were so into it. <laughs> I hope we weren't the only ones. Because I mean, given that this was a, it was a home viewing experience, I was wondering whether everyone else also had notebooks or whether it was just the both of us who were overly <laughs> enthusiastic. Say we were invested, not... <laughs> this is true. We truly were there for the performance. <laughs> we're reviewing uh, Body X, The Culprit, which is part of the Georgetown Festival. And it's showing until the 18th of July. It's a digital murder mystery theatre performance by a Singaporean company called Body X Productions. So uh, if you want more information about that, you can, of course, visit Georgetown festival.com. We'll be back after a short break to continue our review. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, BFM 89.9. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Bodacious, fabulous minds. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with me, Sharmila, and I'm joined by Juliet Jacobs from the Bigger Picture team. And today we're reviewing Body X, The Culprit. It's a murder mystery digital theatre performance. Uh, it's part of the Georgetown Festival. It's on until the 18th of July. So we've been um, talking quite a little bit about the experience of um, watching the show, what the mystery solving was like, our clear enthusiasm for the mystery. But um, I wanted to bring up one, I think, very important aspect, which is that it's very interactive. I mean, it's a, it's a digital performance. It's on Zoom. And I think they really do use the uh, capabilities of the platform really well, right? Because um, we mentioned being able to go in and out of rooms. They also use things like polls. Um, they have a significant portion, uh, I think, um, you know, before the before the end where the audience basically gets to discuss all the clues and, and everything they've seen and decide between themselves who they think the murderer was. Um, I enjoyed that aspect a lot because I suddenly, because you can see the, the names watching the shows along with you, but then mm -hmm. suddenly you actually get to interact and everyone has an opinion and you realize that some people saw it completely differently than you. Um, I found that a really interesting aspect of the show and something that I think I wouldn't have perhaps enjoyed as much in person. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, same here. I completely hate it when they ask you to start, you know, talking to other audiences. <laughs> yes, the stranger next to you. The stranger next to you. I hate that. But this one wasn't so intrusive as, as such, right? And again, I think because of that whole thing where we're all viewing different things at the same time, it, they gave us, you know, I mean, our detective came and told us we have 20 minutes to discuss, you know, super sleuths, discuss the case and tell us who the murderer is at the end of it, right? Uh, and like you, I mean, I was amazed at some of the things that I missed. Uh, or how different people interpreted different things. But what I really liked was also the fact that I picked up clues from the rooms that I had missed, you know, from, um, you know, maneuvering all those different rooms, little, little details here and there that I missed, which again, helped me sort of decide who I thought the murderer was. Um, and, you know, both of us were following the chat, right? And some of them were getting pretty emotional. Like, you know, you could see that they had really been sucked into the narrative and really didn't like Peter either. I mean, our our murder victim very much either. So I guess, you know, that's a testament to how, to how good the whole play was. Everybody was so enthused about it. I mean, sucked in. They had hard opinions about like the characters and, <laughs> you know, they were talking about them like they were real people, like they knew them. Um, but I also wanted to say that one of the, uh, I guess, the joys of doing this from home um, is that unlike in a, in a physical theatre space, one, of course, you can very unselfconsciously have a notebook and you can take notes down. Um, but two is I also think um, there are multiple layers of interactivity, right? So on the one hand, you're interacting with strangers, but like in your and my case, because we both knew we were attending the same show, we could also WhatsApp each other privately like the Kiasus <laughs> we are. Um, and that was quite fun for me as well, because I think these are all things that are a little bit different when you do them in a physical space. Um, you're not as free to behave as you like. Um, you know, you you can react or laugh or whatever in, in your own space. Um, and I think for something like this, that really helps. Um, I wanted to bring up what you said about how well the show drew us in, because a large part of that is the performances, isn't it? Definitely. And they were such excellent. I mean, I've never heard of them. I'm sorry to say, uh, you know, I've never seen any of them before, but I really got into it. And I really started, you know, under trying to understand their motivations. And, you know, when they got, when there was fights happening, I was like, oh, how can you talk to them like that? You know, really got into it. Um, really stellar performances from everybody, I thought. Especially, I would say, actually, I specifically found the um, the cast of ladies uh, actually particularly good. They were excellent performers. I think they were very good. And I think the show also, um, it isn't just a superficial, like, okay, there's a murder mystery, someone gets murdered, everyone has a motive. The show actually delves into some pretty difficult themes, you know, things like abusive relationships, um, poverty, making difficult choices. And, and it doesn't do so in a super super heavy or difficult way. But it's, um, I think some of what you're saying goes back to that. The women, the female characters were written really well. Um, there are some great interactions between them that kind of, um, I think, gives you little glimpses of how difficult their lives would have been and what would have led for them to perhaps, perhaps do what they eventually do. Um, yeah. And uh, I also think that goes for all the characters, but particularly, you're right, the, the women, I, I sort of identified with them a lot. Um, I also really liked the setting, the the 80s, 1980s Kopitiam setting, and even the, you know, when they zoom in on the noodle stall or the back alley, I thought that for um, a production that you're essentially watching on a Zoom screen, which doesn't offer a lot in terms of atmosphere, they managed to capture the feel and the, the vibe of the place really nicely. And, and even the vibe of the interactions, the way they move around the space, I think all of it added 
added a lot to a platform that can often feel very alienating. Exactly. And, you know, the even things like, you know, the things that we take for granted, the clever use of lighting, the sound effects, everything, really, really well done because you felt like you were in the theatre watching it, right? With, like when they switched on the water, the water sound would come, yes. even though they're not actually, there's no tap there, right? That came on quite a few times, actually. Uh, you know, and it's sort of like, it's very dark sort of lighting going on, but it doesn't feel... It doesn't feel boring in that sense. You're really like, okay, this is nighttime in a Kopitiam in the 1980s. It really, everything just gelled together so well. Um, really got me into it. I can't, I can't keep saying that <laughs> enough. So we're not, um, I mean, we're not Chinese speakers and the show was in Chinese with, um, with subtitles. Uh, do you, did you find that a little bit tough to follow or did that? Because uh, for me personally, in the initial scenes, um, because also with the, I think the way the Zoom screen is laid out, in particular settings for me, the subtitles would get overlaid with the chat or things would go missing and I got a little bit frustrated. But then once I figured out how to do it, um, what the best layout was so that I didn't miss the subtitles, um, it started feeling extremely easy to follow. Yeah, I I guess my layout worked for me from the start because I didn't yeah I didn't have that issue at all. Um, it was very easy, very clear subtitles to follow. Um, and the chat that happens at the side, you know, where the the team from BodyX sort of uh, nudge you to go into other rooms or whatever, didn't feel intrusive in any way. It was like okay, just like a hint. Okay, detective, time to go to the next room, kind of thing. Um, yeah, I had no problems with that at all. I uh, I guess you know for me it just proved that I could not stop paying attention because yes. it, yeah I couldn't I couldn't get distracted so even the times when let's say I sent you a WhatsApp message to find out <laughs> which room you're in um, I realized that oh no I'm missing parts so you know I stopped doing that I was just 100% focus on what was going on in front of me on the screen. Actually, speaking of the uh, little nudges that they send you in the chat to say you could go into this room or the other room, even that I felt a lot of thought had been given into um, at, you know how to send that message to us and to make it a seamless part of the whole experience. Because yeah, you don't feel like it's taking you out of the production. Instead, it adds to this whole um, sleuthing atmosphere that you have, you know, where you're like, oh, it's time to follow a trail. Like someone's giving you a hint that it's <laughs> yeah. time it all feeds in really nicely. I wanted but I to. But I won't lie. Severe FOMO um, leaving one room because yes. they tell you, are you ready to leave this room? And I'm like, no, am I ready? I'm not sure. And especially so when FOMO. like you're about to leave, you've made the decision, you've copied the link and someone starts talking about something interesting. And you're like, yeah. no, should I go now or should I stay? Um, so yes, I do warn everyone about that. Yeah. Yes, you you will experience FOMO. It's all part of the show, so don't don't worry. Um, I wanted to, without giving away how everything ends, um, I wanted to wrap up our conversation by just about that. Were you left satisfied at the end once um, you know once the show was done? I have to say no, and I can't tell you why. Also, because of I, I we don't want to give spoilers, mm. right? But it leaves you in a sense of suspense that I'll say that much. And for me personally, I would like to actually go and watch it again, just to go and see what other clues I might have missed. And, you know, just to do some other uh, more soothing line, go and see into the other rooms, what, what exactly those conversations I missed. Because like you said, you know, the conversations were really well written. And um, again, for me, that's a big part that I missed in the rooms I didn't get to. Right. So I'd be interested to do that, but it left me with a feeling of suspense. I would say. I think that's exactly what the ending is trying to do is trying, 
trying to, um, in a way, convince you to perhaps catch another another staging of the show uh, before you kind of have the whole story revealed to you. So it was clever. It was extremely unexpected. But um, if you're the kind of person who likes all the threads wrapped up at the end and, you know, everything explained to you, it might, I feel it might leave you a little bit um, frustrated. Um and and hopefully it'll make sense eventually once you've had time to sit with it and so on. So just a little bit of warning that it won't all wrap up as neatly as perhaps you might like it to be. Um, okay. I just wanted to close off by saying we've had, with very little choice actually, just one digital performance after another. And, you know, I, I had gotten to a point where I had thought... I don't know how much more of this I can remain enthusiastic about because I was missing the live experience. Um, I have to say this one kind of reignited my enthusiasm a little bit. It it gave me a hint of uh, the possibilities and and just I think how much people are experimenting and trying new things. And we'd never get things like this if it wasn't for our current uh, circumstance, right? Um, What did you think about the, I don't know, do you enjoy this as a digital performance? So I have to be honest, I haven't been watching many performances at all. So this was my first uh, digital performance, actually. Um, I was blown away by how well it was, how well done it was. And again, for me, because I've not been going out, that whole experience of, uh, you know, getting ready to be there at 7.45 to watch the clues and everything, it almost felt like I was getting ready to head to the theatre and watch it live. So I love that they, you know, added all these different sort of elements to really get you uh, enthusiastic about the performance, right? And the 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 way they experimented with because everything is it's not live it's not happening live am I correct everything is already recorded yes but um yeah that wasn't a problem for me you know you can still see the 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 great connection between the the actors um yeah it was all really really good I I I, f- I felt like I was watching a theatre play it was so well done thank you for joining me today Juliet my absolute pleasure thank you for having me. We've been reviewing Body X the Culprit. It's a digital murder mystery theatre performance. Uh, It's currently showing as part of the Georgetown Festival um, and it's on until the 18th of July. So if you'd like tickets for that, you can head on over to georgetownfestival.com. You've been listening to Everyone's a Critic, BFM 89.9. Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chandana. For updates on Malaysian arts and culture, follow Chandana on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.